Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You'll hear it here first. You are now rocking with the hottest business and spirituality podcast show, The Transform You Live Show. Hosted by Marcus Hart and Paul Greaves. This is the only place where you can get on your own personal transformation journey. Drawn from personal stories, books, and much, much more. For more information, visit TransformYouBroadcast.com. That's TransformTheLetterYouBroadcast.com. Only on the Transform You Media Network. Now here's your host. Hello, my people and people. Welcome back to another amazing show. This is the Transform You Live show, the only show where you can make real life and business transformation, harnessing the power of optimism, hope, and faith. I'm on the go here today, and I'm here with someone who is definitely making headways in the industry and doing great things for the industry. After choosing not to pursue a career in academia, teaching film studies, Dr. Rebecca Smith began her film industry career in 2009 working as one of the producers of Wales' most successful national horror film festival. The, and I'm going to allow her to say the word because I do not want to butcher it, but she will, she will definitely help me out with the name of the festival, but it is quite the bit of the festival that you want to be a part of. And during that time, she began to develop great knowledge of the film festival and the business itself, which led her to become inspired to start her own innovative company in an industry she loved. Rebecca and the hardworking team behind her, the film festival doctor, are creators of success and are committed to nurturing filmmakers in order to help them secure film festival screenings with awards positive recognition within the film industry. Currently, her company has won more than 800 awards for their clients. Her team has supported nearly 850 creatives across the world. She has enlightened people, inspired people along their journey and continues to rally towards achieving more goals following their filmmaking dreams. Uh, one of the factors which has led her to success is blending both practical business skills and spiritual techniques that infuse new life into her company's growth. She decided to record her hard won knowledge in her new book, Born to Do It, becoming a leader of a business niche using powerful spiritual techniques to help others who are pondering the leap into entrepreneurship or already on the journey, but yearning for more success and profitability. She also offers personal mentoring, described by many of her clients as deeply knowledgeable and inspirational mentor, which as she is, Rebecca supports individuals to adopt new strategies, mindset, and communication techniques, which produces extraordinary results. For more information, you can also visit her at Rebecca Louisa. Smith.com or follow her on Instagram at Rebecca Filmdoc. 
How's it going, Rebecca, Dr. Smith? Nice to meet you, Marcus. It's going yeah. over here in UK. I'm in the UK at the moment. So we have uh, the proper cold weather has begun here. So it's definitely yeah. it's not sunny. So I'm missing the California sunshine. <laughs> Certainly. Uh, you know, it don't feel bad because here in Wisconsin, it definitely gets cold here and we, we get just about every part of it. Uh, yeah, so pretty brutal, really brutal. Brave, so, brave. Yeah, you got to brave through it. So, yeah, let's start here. You know, there's a question I always like to, you know, ask everyone. And it, it is, a, it is a, often a good way to for people to know you in your own words. You know, what was your transformation journey, which you're still on, that got you to where you are now? So I thought I, what I wanted to do with my life was to work in the world of academia. And uh, I believed that I wanted to do this because people thought I should do it because I was good at, you know, doing my film degree and I liked film. Um, so I just thought they were right. I didn't actually tune into what I wanted. I just kind of based it right. on what me. So then I went into a world of academia and I moved to Wales, which is a country in the UK. And I was in a place called Aberystwyth, very Welsh town, very small Welsh town did my PhD and a friend of mine said do you want to come and help out and produce co-produce a horror film festival called the Abattoir Horror Festival and I said yeah why not it's a happy distraction from 24 7 and like a hobby job and something to do and that hobby stroke you know boredom passer was actually a step into what I really wanted to do with my whole career and what I should be doing is actually working within the world of film festivals and film distribution so I loved, I came like alive when I was um, producing the horror festival and I just loved doing what I did at the festival with meeting filmmakers and, you know, producing it and getting it organized and celebrating the films. I was like, this is where I feel like I belong than I do in academia. And then someone at a conference said, one of my friends, we had this, this big academic conference, but like three day long conference. It was really intense. And she went, isn't academia the best thing in the world? Isn't it just wonderful? That's why we're all here together. I said, no, <laughs> it's not for me. <laughs> I was like, I'm not supposed to be here. I'm supposed to be in film. So then I just had the change of career. I finished the PhD and I'm very proud of it. I had the doctorate and I'm very proud of what I did and it was all done. But literally the day I had it in, I drove straight to London, started my company, which is the Film Festival Doctor. And what we do for that with our clients and our filmmakers is help them get their films seen in film festivals around the world to increase their chances of exposure and win awards and recognition. Wow, that's truly amazing. And I, I'm just thinking about what you said about, hey, I really fit in with these people. It, it's not it's not often when you get a chance to go in a room and then you feel like, you know what, this is the room that I belong in. And, and then that bit of nervousness that you normally feel that 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 resent that resentment, you know, well, not much resentment, but that that resisted resistance that you feel when you don't want to be vulnerable that kind of dropped yeah I, I, I kind of see, I kind of see I was I was kind of envisioning that is that what's, what was kind of going on for you at that time envisioning like a new kind of world you mean yeah yeah it was because my life was in academia was you know nice people that I worked with and they're very you know they were fun but it wasn't the conversation I was having. I wasn't quite into it, like talking about books and all that. I mean, I enjoyed the research and I like organizing the research. Hence, so the books very organized. But 
I just thought I'm, I'm not actually coming alive doing this. I'm not actually being myself in this or the real me. And the real me came out during the festival world. That was became alive. You know, that is actually what tapped into my sole purpose. Um, what we're born to do, put on this earth to do. And it is something that we, when you tap into your sole purpose, it's not actually something that you tend to consciously look for or be aware of. It's something that just happens at the right time because you know it's the right time to do it and your body's ready just to accept that. So, yeah, it was quite a shock, but also a good shock because it shook me up in a good way. What do you, is this a fair, fair enough to say that, like, is this like how you became a leader in your field, uh, the field festival doctor? Or it, was there a little bit more that had to be done before you kind of got to that, that status level? Um, there was a bit more to be done before I got to that level because I the idea for the business came through talking to filmmakers and doing research mm-hmm. and that's what they liked and disliked about film festivals. Um, and then they all said they love festivals, but they haven't got anybody they can anybody to turn to to help them get their films into festivals. So to get that, to get that title of the film doctor and be known for what I do in my niche and have an established brand, it took a while to build that up because the business that I created, there was no one else really doing it. There were one or two right. other people at the time, but they were doing it in a different way and not the way that I wanted to do it for the filmmakers who wanted that kind of type of service. So people said to me, you know, you're going to have to work for free to start with and, you know, prove yeah. that no one knows this and you've got no one to compare it to. You've just got yourself, which is a good thing and a bad thing. You know, people won't start paying though until you see results come in. Exactly. That to do. So, yeah, so it took a couple of years to get that where it was. But then after I got results for films that were harder sales, I could show I could do anything. I took that. I then obviously got more than able to charge my worth, basically. You want up to your worth. Yeah, it sort of sounded like you kind of stayed in your own lane for for like a while. And, you know, and like you, you kind of let the work speak for itself. And um, and, and, and although, and I'm hearing like although you didn't have no one to to really compete with, it's like okay, uh, this is what I'm supposed to do. So yeah, no worries. <laughs> it's yeah, it's definitely kind of like brave to do that because it's a lot of courage because people do. Um, have clients of mine as well who end up being stuck in a job that doesn't get them any clarity or creativity and excitement. Mm. And when they start to lose that, they start to lose their alignment and the sense of self. So, yeah, completely. Very different. Right. Right. I, this is this is really great. Uh, this is really cool that um, I'm hearing it uh, from a person who uh, has gotten that experience. So, so the book itself, Born to Do It, the idea behind that, I, I could draw my conclusions, but out of your own mouth, where did, where did the idea come? So that, again, came by accident, another thing that happened in life. <laughs> Every all the good stuff tends to flow just out the blue. So I um, was asked to do an interview for an Indian book called Unique. And um, it was a long interview, it was like a 10-page in-depth interview uh, about my journey uh, going from, you know, like with my business from start to start to finish kind of thing. And I explained, you know, the troubles I experienced and the way, the challenges and how I became them, et cetera. So it was like an inspiring kind of journey. And people read it and they really liked how they felt. They weren't alone when they read it. They felt that someone was supporting them on the journey. They felt very um, in alignment with what I was saying. And they all kind of resonated with it. And a publishing company reached out to me. That was the ones who actually published the book, Butterfly House Publishing. And she said, have you ever thought about writing your own story, your own book? 
because I certainly think it's got a good story to tell here that could certainly help and inspire others and lead them to you. So I thought, oh, maybe I have. So I had a long chat. <laughs> and I thought, yes, I've got a book inside me now that wants to come out. So I just wrote and wrote and wrote over lockdown. And it was wrote, written really quickly, probably within within two weeks um, after we planned it to the minor details. But it was just flew really well around my schedule. And I did, I did X amount of hours per day to really focus on it. I was really proud. So, yeah. So, yeah. So it, it just happened like that by someone actually helped me get the book out of me. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Is inflation taking a bite out of your grocery budget? Andrews Federal Credit Union is here to help. Introducing our Inflation Buster Share Certificate with 5% APY for seven months now through December 14th. Bring your money to Andrews Federal Credit Union today. The Inflation Buster account must be open with new money. Andrews Federal Credit Union membership is not just for the military. We also serve the community. Visit andrewsfcu.org. Federally insured by NCUA. Membership eligibility required. APY equals annual percentage yield. Must have a $1,000 minimum balance to earn advertised APY. Who's my wonderful publisher, Ellen Watts, Butterfly House Publishing? Wonderful, uh, that you know that is terrific. And I, I'm I'm hearing how you. I, I like when people say like I had a book in you know I had a book in me. It it just shows that like hey, I have gathered so much experience. I have gathered so much along this journey that now it's time to share it. Now it's time to uh, to. Uh, put into a, a sort of picture frame um, just just the the emotions just the uh the just the artic the different uh, periods of articulate things i had to articulate uh and to uh, to write it for some people to uh, understand it and and be able to know what it what it is uh, now some some would say that this they write a book can sometimes be part of like sole purpose. Uh, do you feel like like this is uh, like was was also part of your purpose to be to be a writer also? Yeah, I think you're right. Actually, I think the answer is yes because when I wrote the PhD, it was an interesting PhD. I had some issues in terms of some structure here and there, but then I corrected them. So it is a good PhD and it is engaging. And right. I did enjoy writing. I did enjoy writing it. Um, but then I kind of got put off writing because the PhD is a very intense, right. pro- hard work. Um, and you've got uh, my supervisor was great, but he just worked a different way to me. So he didn't right. all, on the same page to write. It was not how I like to really write. So he didn't help me really in terms of planning it, but he helped in other ways, which was phenomenal. So I kind of got put off writing, as I mentioned. I was a bit like, I don't really want to write again. I just, I don't even write articles, really. Occasionally I do, I, mean, I do blog posts, but I mean, nothing like a massive book. I was kind of worried yeah. about, I wouldn't know how to write again. But I, that was that limiting belief because it actually came back naturally to me. And also all the skills that I learned with the PhD helped me write the book really quickly because we knew yeah. how to research, how to organize a thesis, how to organize a chapter. So I had the, in me those skills. Still, they weren't disappeared or gone. They were 
just permanently inside me because I'd learned them many years ago and it just all came like going on a bike get on a bike you start riding again you know what to do mm-hmm. the same thing to my surprise but I'm glad I did do that because then that's what made the process really enjoyable to write it yeah it's like sort of streamlined and that flow just came naturally it's yeah. always better when you just do, do things like you know naturally it's you never mm-hmm. want to do anything for us that takes so much joy out of it, it now, even going back to soul purpose, so tell tell us more about like why our soul purpose is so important to us. So a soul purpose is very important to you because if you live your life doing something, that being a line of work that you hate and, and fear and really don't enjoy, then you're not living your dream life and also you're not doing what you're born to do, what you're born to set to do. So all of us have within us, not just me and you, but everybody has within them a soul purpose. They have a message what they're born to do with them inside them. And to tap into that, yeah, we have to, as I said, it's not like something you look for. I'm like, oh, where is it? It kind of is a few questions to ask yourself is what are you most drawn to? What is it that you can spend loads of time doing and hours past and you forget the time limits and whatever? That mind that you're onto something here. So for example, a client of mine, he hated with passion his job. He hated it. Um, he uh, just dreaded going to work each morning. You know, it was a nine to five job, pushing around fresh air in an office, no responsibility, no creativity, nothing. It was just paying the bills. But he really enjoyed it. I told him, I said right. to him, Hello, to people, welcome back to another major show. Doing. This is the so and I said, right, what is it then that you really enjoy as a hobby, but, you know, potentially be something like this? Well, I love making candles. I'm on the go here. Well, there's definitely a market there. People have candles everywhere. I have loads in my house. So he made candles every weekend as a one of the producers, most successful. And that actually became, he actually left that boring, awful job that was doing nothing for him. When the business became a job, her he was overwhelmed. Word, so we had an Instagram shop. Local people and around the but world. She, she would definitely help me out with the name of the festival. But it is quite the and big festival. Also you as well, part of. And during that time, she began to develop great knowledge um, of the film festival. And, cafes, and his the business because itself, they have a good rep her to good reviews, etc. So he put the work in. He had a business. Um, in an industry she loves, Rebecca and a working team. So he's a business mind, and he was a creative mind. You know, the two of them together worked really well. Our careers and, uh, are success. So it, it, that was what it was. It just brings get out of them. And I helped him, and he was so happy to look at now. I feel, I feel so different now, you know, enjoying what I do than what I was before. I was very quiet and withdrawn. Currently, her and not really coming out. I wasn't coming out of my shell in my office. You know, I didn't like it. So, you know, when you don't... Her team has supported nearly 850 depression and you know, not, the world. not be you know, the person you, you need to be people, and need to become. People yeah, yeah, that depression is very real. Jeez. And I think it, it, it has a lot to do with like the absence of like purpose, the absence of uh, one of the factors which has led to success uh, for both practical skills and spiritual you don't have nothing you're motivated about. New life. I, I think it describes you decided of to uh, just that happiness. Knowledge so is definitely book, born to do it. Becoming a leader of a like business niche 
Using exactly. powerful spiritual exactly. techniques. So, so others, as as the listeners, you know, listen on, you know, the, I know people are like coming a little bit closer uh, to the uh, on the journey, earphones as if you can get any closer. <laughs> also, <laughs> you know, or maybe they watch it and you know, they're like, well, you know, tell us more. So, yeah, I heard you say put the put yeah, the work is, in. You know, is that is that the big part of like task that that so set? You know, putting the work in and what produces. Yeah, I mean, for me, when I found mine during the Avatar Horror Festival, it just like literally came out of nowhere. But I wasn't, I was putting out the universe probably unconsciously because I wasn't happy with doing the PhD, really. I didn't feel like I wanted to be a career. I don't want saying to people that, you know, I like doing this and I like the research, but I wouldn't want to be going on the route of being a lecturer. So or anyhow, involved in academia uh, anyway. So hold weather. I kind of was saying to the universe that I don't so really yeah. ever do this full time. It's not sunny. Uh, so else, I didn't know what it was at the time. I had no idea. <laughs> um, so in terms of the work, uh, it's kind know, of like making the that you want to change. It, so for example, I kind of put it out there in so many words, and then it was like, I am change now my whole direction. And then the universe helped me by showing me what it was that we're supposed to be doing. Yeah, But put the work into it. So sometimes you won't. Let's start here. People think if I just sit down and go, what is it? Sometimes it takes, you know, a few hours, a few weeks, or even a month to realize what it is that you want to do and what your self-purpose is. But you have to kind of ask yourself questions. What hobby of yours are you most drawn to? So what do you find most pleasure in doing? So I that probably will be from um, I need to, what I want to do with my life. One of the things I mentioned right. in the world of academia. Sometimes there isn't like, say for and, example, uh, love I doing I stuff. I do this like, because people thought I that's should do more like a hobby. Good <laughs> yeah. so doing that would be in a very, very, very small market. Um, so I just thought they were right. Then doing something like making candles and flying candles and that's a big market. So then I went to World Academia and I moved to And the same with me, like my area is film festival distribution. I was in a place called Aberystwyth. Like the film industry, very well shown, so very and small ones down. There's a the market there. There's really and one needs that. A friend of mine said, "Do you want to come and do. help out and produce?" Yeah, so so, uh, that's important. The and um, for that, and I said, by "Yeah, why not?" Saying to the industry, I mentioned a bit twenty-four-seven, not really enjoying. And like a hobby, carry on something to do until something better. And that hobby stroke, what it was, was actually a step into what I really wanted to do with my own career and what I should be doing is actually working within the world film distribution so I loved I came like alive when I was um, producing the horror festival and I just loved doing what I did at the festival with meeting filmmakers and producing it and getting it organized and celebrating films I was like this is where I feel like I belong when I do in academia and then someone at a conference said one and of my so friends, we had this big academic conference, like three day long conference, really intense. Uh, so, she went, so why is this the best thing in the world? Isn't it just you know, wonderful? So we're all here together. So this, this is crucial. I said, no, <laughs> I, I <laughs> it's know, not for me. I was like, I'm not supposed to be here. I'm supposed to be in oh, wow. film. So then I just had the change of career. I finished the PhD, I'm very proud of it. It's had the doctorate. It is. And I'm very proud of what so I did. So Interested Branding was introduced to me by one of my mentors, Marie Diamond. Started my company. Marie Diamond, which is from the contributors to The Secret. What we do for that with our clients and our filmmakers. Help them she does the Feng Shui um, film festivals around the world to increase the video of exposure. And I met her randomly at a networking event. Wow, that's she introduced me by one of our mutual friends, Phil. I'm just and thinking about. She, I was what very excited to meet her because I'd heard about hey, the secret. I really fit in with these people. It's not, and I said it's not to, often when you, know, you get a chance to go in a room and then feel like. I showed her my business card and she went, This is the room that I'm in. With the energy yeah, of your, of your logo and also your branding. Nervousness. I was like, really? Because I think it's a really cool logo. Well, yeah. 
But the issue you've got is one thing, it's all in black. Secondly, on your logo, it's a woman who is turning her back away from your wording. So mine says the film festival doctor, and then she said her head is turning away. I kind of see. I kind of see. Is that what's going on for you and your clients directly? So the minute she's envisioning like a new kind of work, which implies yeah. that she doesn't want the business. And she's like, yeah, oh. it was because my life I was, was like, oh. in academia, and it's that you know, nice people that are low the vibration, right. you know, having fun. no color. But it wasn't the conversation. I was she like, wasn't quite technical, quantum like colors. talking about. And what that does I mean, is enjoy the research is like organizing the research certain colors for the books, right? And you combine them. But and she I just got thought, I'm not actually festival part for like the, the red coming alive doing this. And she's not on gold being around itself. Gold in this, and then or we turned the woman's face around the festival world. She was looking at the logo, so it was in alignment. That is actually what the whole kind of vibration was up. Um, what and now what do you want to do? Yeah, the whole and website just we, shone when you tap into um, the, it. It looked really so different. It was like you couldn't see it before. And it was and it chucked away, but then it was really at the right time. Diamond. Because you it know it's incredible <laughs> to do it in your body's way. That's amazing. Oh, yeah, it was quite a shock, but also a good shock. I was so grateful for that big way changed everything what also you, in me is this so when fair, I met her I was all in black to say that, I was wearing like, like a black like how you dress and had like a, a, a blue cardigan so no one could see but she said you know you need to really put more colour in you a little bit more um, that had to be done before kind of so I was like oh, to, I wouldn't have thought such no no it is it's dark um, so what she did there was a bit then, more to be done she, before going um, to that level about because how I, the idea for the business came the right kind of energy behind filmmakers them. and doing research and she said you know like when you're with clients where they like wanting to get like to show them passion and it was um, energy between then they all said they love festivals but they haven't got anybody they more trust in anybody to turn to bright nails yeah if you guys can see her bright nails nails are popping nails are popping took a while to figure that because Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Is inflation taking a bite out of your grocery budget? Andrews Federal Credit Union is here to help. Introducing our Inflation Buster Share Certificate with 5% APY for seven months now through December 14th. Bring your money to Andrews Federal Credit Union today. The Inflation Buster account must be open with new money. Andrews Federal Credit Union membership is not just for the military. We also serve the community. Visit andrewsfcu.org. Federally insured by NCUA. Membership eligibility required. APY equals annual percentage yield. Must have $1,000 minimum balance to earn advertised APY. That we have like you know, kind of bright. There was no like one else really doing well, like all these kind of colors, and also like red. Is they were doing it a different way, and not the way that I wanted to do it. Like, still wasn't wanted. So all these stuff that she told me, I changed my whole wardrobe to start and with. And Oh, you know, like it's really strong. No one noticed, and you've got no one noticed me shining. You've just got they couldn't see me before. Which is so a good thing and a bad thing. Everything you know, won't start paying. And it shows you how important the feng shui is all over exactly. the whole environment and yourself. That to do. So yes, it really matters. That, you know, I can tell just how chill. I mean, you even got you even more chill. You even chill. I'm sure I could do anything. It's not even giving off this energy and charge my worth. Basically, you want your worth. Some people. It sort of sounds like you kind of stayed in your own lane for for like a while. And you know, and, and like you, like you kind of let the work speak for itself. <laughs> yeah. 
And, um, <laughs> but sometimes and, although, don't it's just, it's and I'm hearing like, like although you didn't have no, you know, whatever they're wearing, like, like, like you mentioned, okay. sometimes you start what you're supposed to do. And yeah. so yeah. maybe there's a no hair color that kind it's, of, you know, yeah, it's definitely kind of like brave to do that because it's a lot of courage because people do, clients of mine as well, who end up being stuck in a job, yeah, clarity or creativity and excitement. And when they start to lose that, they start to lose their alignment and the sense of self. So, yeah, and got connected with her, right? So, right. Good, I, this and is this is really this. great. Yeah. I, this is really yeah. cool that so I'm, I'm sharing it and uh, we show in the book, you know, how how I do my so, business so and the book itself. More to do it. The idea and also it, behind so that. Like, this at the end, like with I can draw my conclusions. Help tune into yourself and what are the that kind of mentoring. I'm there and also that again came back to another thing that happened in life. Every all the good stuff tends to flow just out the blue. So I'm. Um, was asked to do an <laughs> interview like, you know, for a just call you Indian book called Unique. It was a long interview, it was like a 10 page in depth <laughs> like, interview. Yeah, she's uh, not about my stuff, journey. She's, she's uh, going from, you know, like, yeah, it's just a reference. Just ask her less. And I explain, you know, the troubles yeah. I experienced and the way the it's challenges so, and how it's so like so an inspiring kind of journey. You know, and people read it and they really uh, liked how they felt. They weren't alone you know, when they read uh, it. They felt that someone supported them on the journey. Now, they felt uh, very um, in alignment with what I was saying. And they all kind of resonated with it. And the publishing company goes, reached out to me. That was the yeah, ones who actually published the book, which is by House Publishing. And she said, have you ever thought about writing your own story, your own book? Because there's certainly things we've got a good story it, to tell here that could certainly help it, uh, inspire others and lead it, them to it, you. Why does it sell so I thought, oh, maybe I have. So I had a long chat. <laughs> It's I really thought, important yes, that you have a big sales pitch because I'll just we can actually start um, showing off your sole purpose and doing what you want to do for your clients. You've got to close the deal um, to the plan the minor details. And what's important about it a sales really well around my schedule right, is that what it should never be hours per day is just throwing information at a client, to a client. So, yeah, I... It, well, it needs to be like that by someone that should be able to get at me, which is my one strong publisher, Ellen Watts, a client relationship. It's actually a two-way street, Wonderful. so you listen most you know, of the time. That is terrific. And then and your I, I, potential client speaks like 80% of the time, you, and you speak I, I like 20% of the time. Say, like, you ask, like, in, real, you know, meaningful, open questions it, it, it to acquire more like, from them, a, so that once you know the challenges and pain, so much that's where you can let so your purpose shine, come in full thoughts, by explaining how you can offer them a solution. But it works by, as I say, you let them lead, not you just... Uh, I didn't have that picture that, frame, all these awards were uh, that won't work just, because that's just the, that's the not a pitch that's just, just the, you know like uh, talking to somebody doing talking about what you do that's not a pitch uh, that's not pitch. Of it has to be you know, asking them uh, what is the issue uh, and you can help them by solving that issue in a certain way it's got your results in the past so it needs to be you know very much two-way street guiding it and taking control whereas you just listen carefully ask the right questions that follow up from that like this is uh like okay so it's also part of your purpose to be the consultant writer also you know and I, I yeah, I think you're right, actually. I, you know, I think the answer is yes. Because when I wrote the PhD, it was interesting PhD. You know, it had some issues in terms of sort of structure here and there, but then I corrected them. <laughs> so it is a good PhD. Yeah, so, yeah, so what's guys and the DDs on this stuff? So, with just about, you know, um, but then I kind of got cut off writing because the PhD is a very intense, hard work 
my supervisor was great, but he just worked. So what's next is going to be um, on the same page to write out on the first of December via Kindle paperback. So I have um, got put up writing and you can all of that a bit from Amazon.com.uk and just directly from me. It will be next year. It will be in Roger Stones in the UK, Directors and Barnes & Noble in the US. That limiting belief. And also there will be a book tour. So I'm going to be doing all the skills that I US book tour that will be travelling from March onwards in LA, San Jose, research and Hawaii. So if you look at my website and sign up for the updates, you won't know what's going on. They were Rebecca Louisa Smith on the inside because I'd learned them many okay. years ago and well, it just came like going to yeah, bike, get on a bike, you start riding again, you know what to do. Same thing. To my surprise. But I'm glad uh, I did do that because then that's what made the process really enjoyable to write it. Is there anything you feel like you didn't get a chance to say? It's always better when you just do things you know, naturally. Whatever it may be that you like to say to the audience. It takes so much joy out of it. You lose it. You know, I, I know. I, now, giving going back to so Berkeley, so tell, tell us more about you know, like why our well, so Berkeley here, so you know, maybe even add some of those. So, so purpose is very important to you because if you live your life doing something that being what I would say work, is for those of you who purchased the book, and first fear, a huge thing we don't enjoy. I hope you enjoy it, and you're not living your is, dream life, um, also you're not doing hope what you want to do when you finish you reading it, do, that you so all of the tab within us, really not just by you, but everybody has the confidence to actually go out there and do, do what you're born to do inside them. And tap into that. Yeah, we have to so it's not like something you look for, like, oh, where is it? Kind of a few questions to ask yourself is, what are you most drawn to? What is it that you can spend so, loads of time doing and hours passing to get the time and heard, some whatever? Do take the time that out right now to share something here. So, for example, a client of mine, you know, he hated you know, with passion his job. Hated. Um, he uh, just dreaded going to work each morning. You know, it was a nine to five job, pushing around with fresh air in an office, no responsibility, no creativity, nothing. It was just painful. But he really enjoyed it. I said to him, "Look, we need to get you out this because you know what you should be doing." So I went with them and I said, right, what is it then that you really enjoy as a hobby, but, you know, it could potentially be something that would description. Well, I love Check making those candles. Out, those out, so, well, there's definitely a market there. People have, you know, candles everywhere. I have loads in my house. Book. You know, rest. Um, you definitely want to get it over to that. Um, I want to get, get my hands on it, too. Salons, they uh, have so candles, you know. If there's anything else that we didn't cover, somebody here could definitely investigate. Until next time, I'm your so host made candles of the Live Show, Mark Sarks. You know, a real life and that actually became, he actually left that boring Until awful job that was doing nothing for him when the business became a full-time job and it was he was overwhelmed with orders. So he had an Instagram shop, local people and around the world ordered his candles for the rotation and it's very good branding on Instagram. And also as well, he supplies to local um, restaurants and cafes his candles because they have a good rep, and good reviews, etc. So he put the work in and he had a business um, partner with him who was his best friend who, you know, do it together as a hobby. So he's a business mind. He was a creative mind. The two of them together worked really well. And yes. uh, so it, it that was what it was. It just wouldn't get out of him. And I helped him and he was so happy. He said, look, now I'm, I feel much, I feel so different now I'm, you know, enjoying what I do than what I was before. I was very quiet and withdrawn and not really in coming out. I wasn't coming out of my shell in my office, you know, because I didn't like it. So, you know, when you don't hey. do can fall into depression and you know not not be you know the person you, you need to be and need to become
Yeah, that depression is very real. And I think it, it has a lot to do with like the absence of like purpose, the absence of uh, deep longing for, uh, for meaning. And when you don't have nothing you're motivated about, I, I think it definitely robs you of uh, just that happiness. Uh, so this is definitely the perfect formula to what we would like to be happy. Exactly. Exactly. So, so, so as, as listeners, you know, listen on, and I, I know people are like coming a little bit closer uh, to the uh, earphones as if you can get any closer, <laughs> 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 you know, or maybe they watch it and, you know, they're like, well, you know, tell us more. So yeah, I heard you say, put the, put the work in, you know, is that, is that the big part of like tapping into that soul purpose, you know, putting the work in and, and, and moving forward? Yeah. I mean, for me, when I found mine during the Abattoir Horror Festival, it just like literally came out of nowhere. But I wasn't, I was putting out the universe probably unconsciously because I wasn't happy with doing the PhD, really. I, I didn't feel like I wanted to be a career. I remember saying to people that, you know, I like doing this and I like the research, but I wouldn't want to be going to the route of being a lecturer or anything involved too much in academia anyway. So I kind of was saying to the universe that I don't really want to do this full time. Uh, there must be something else, but I didn't know what it was at the time. I had no idea. Um, so in terms of the work, it is kind of like making a decision that you want to change. So for example, I kind of put that out there in so many words and then it was like, that's when I just want to change now my, my whole direction. And then the universe helped me by just showing me what it was that I was supposed to be doing. Um, but the point of the work in into it so sometimes you won't sometimes people think if I just sit down and go what is it sometimes it takes you know a few hours a few weeks or even a month to realize what it is that you want to do and what your sole purpose is Mm -hmm. just but you have to kind of ask yourself questions as you know what hobby of yours are you most drawn to you know so what do you find most pleasure in doing there probably will be from that a business one of the things I mentioned that sometimes there isn't like say for example you love doing stamp collecting that's more like a hobby (laughs) that would be a very 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 small market if anybody then doing something like making candles and supplying candles and that's a big market you know so there is definitely room to fit in that niche and the same with me like you know my area is film festival distribution so that's like the film industry and the niche within that so like a micro niche there's always a market there there's room everyone needs that you know it's important service to do you know, so that's important. And, um, but that came to me by saying to the universe, as I mentioned a bit, I'm not really enjoying this, but I'll carry on until something better right. comes. And that was what it was. It was Abattoir and it was film festivals. Brilliant. Wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I'm definitely just uh, clinging on to every word here. And I, I know uh, people out there are doing the same thing. But I, I'm, I'm really curious to know also in terms of branding, you know, a, a lot of our artists out there are already freelancers or self-employed. Uh, and, and so most of them are just really kind of stuck on branding. Uh, so, so why is energetic branding, you know, so important for your business? So this, this is crucial. I, I know, and I, I was kind of stuck on this myself personally for a while. Uh, but you know energy is everything it is so energetic branding was introduced to me by one of my mentors marie diamond so marie diamond is one of the contributors to the secret book the book the secret which everyone probably knows about yeah. and she does the feng shui um area of that book and the video 
And I met her randomly at a networking event. She was introduced to me by one of our mutual dear friends, Phil. And she, I was very excited to meet her because I'd heard about the secret. And then because Phil introduced her and told, told me what she does. And I said to her, I just you know, recently launched my business a few, about a year or two ago. And I showed her my business card and she went, ooh, there's a problem with, your, with the energy of your, of your logo and also your branding. I was like, really? Because I think it's a really cool logo. She went, well, yeah. But the issue you've got is one thing, it's all in black. And secondly, on your logo, there's a woman who is turning her back away from your wording. So mine says the film festival doctor. And then she said her head is turning away from the, from the lettering. So it needs to be turning towards it. So she's looking at you, you and your clients directly. So the minute she's turning her back to them, which implies that she doesn't want the business. And she's like, mm. way. I was like, oh. And it's that it does lower the vibration having no color makes it disappear so she worked a technique called quantum colors and what that does is their colors that access the abundant universe and certain colors mean certain things when you combine them and she put on it red for the film festival part for like the, the red carpet then she put on gold around it to sprinkle it with gold and then when we turned the woman's face around to looking at the logo so it was in alignment the whole kind of vibration went up and now uh-huh. yeah the whole website just shone um the it looked so different it was like you couldn't see it before and it was tucked away but then it was really like shining like a diamond it was incredible <laughs> that's amazing oh yeah it was amazing yes, so, it's truly amazing they're so grateful for that yeah. it changed everything and also in me because when i met her i was all in black and i was wearing like yeah. a black dress and had like a i think i had a blue cardigan so nobody could see me but she said you know you need to really put more color in you right. um it's a little bit dark so I was like, oh, I wouldn't have thought so. She went, no, it is, it's dark. Um, so what she did for me then was she um, told me about how colours work in Feng Shui, the right kind of energy behind them. And she said, you know, like when you're with clients, wear saffron yellow to show compassion and it will change energy between you all and yourself and your mindset and you'll be more trusting what you say. A bright nails, you know. Like- yeah, if, if you guys can see a bright nails, the, the nails are popping. You know? Nails are popping. <laughs> she said nails are popping. <laughs> <laughs> so we have like you know they are kind of bright but like yeah. well like all these kind of colors is, uh, and also like red is confidence and cobalt blue yeah. is silver's magnificence so all these stuff that she taught me i changed my whole wardrobe and then right. i found myself like really strong and everyone noticed me shining because they couldn't see me before so that changed everything and it shows you how important feng shui is all over the whole environment and yourself yeah it really matters that, you know, I can tell just how chill you, I mean, you even got you even more chill, you're even chill, you know, so, you know, it's not even like giving off this energy and vibe or like, like, you know, so, some people, you know, I don't know, you, you, you have a conversation with them and you, they make you feel like you can't be yourself. <laughs> so, yeah, 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 that's the worst. <laughs> but sometimes it don't be them. It's just, it just, it just, sometimes it just be, you know, whatever they're wearing like like you mentioned sometimes it's the colors yeah. and yeah. you know maybe there's a hair color that that's kind of you know um may, may be familiar from a generational uh something generational that like that's coming up you know these things mm-hmm. matter you know yeah and uh, it's, it's real good rebecca that you uh you know really caught hold of this uh, this it, it's part of your your, your, your spiritual journey uh, and, and, and got connected with her so, so it's very good, yeah. very good. And, and now you share this, you know. 
Yeah, so I'm sharing it, and we show in the book, you know, how how I do my business and implement these techniques, and how you can business, and also it if you want to like work with us at the end, like work with me one to one to help tune into your self purpose and do that kind of mentoring. I'm there, and also for you got a film to get into festivals, we're there for that too. Really, yeah. Yeah, you guys need to hook up with Rebecca. She's so chill. <laughs> you know, like, you know, you, you just calling you Dr. Smith just don't even, doesn't even, uh, you know, add up right, you know, so. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, she's Dr. Smith, but she's she's Rebecca. <laughs> yeah, I'm just Rebecca. It's just RLS. <laughs> yeah. And so, so as we, you know, think more uh, about business here, you know, and, um, I, I know a lot of people now are like kind of rushing to the races now uh, with trying to meet different sales goals before the year is out. And, you know, people want to crush them numbers. And why is it, why is a, uh, a, a why does a sales pitch have to be so important? You know? It's really important that you have a good sales pitch because if we can actually start um you know showing off your sole purpose and doing what you're born to do for your clients you've got to close the deals with them and what's important about a sales pitch to do it right is that what it should never be is right. just throwing information at a client potential client and you speak at the time what it needs to be is to build trust and like a strong and quick rapport and a client relationship it's actually a two-way street so you listen most of the time and then your potential client speaks like 80% of the time and you speak 20% of the time. And you ask like real and meaningful open-ended questions to acquire more information from them so that once you know the challenges and pain, that's where you can let your sole purpose shine and come in full force by explaining how you can offer them a solution. But it works by, as I say, you let them lead, not you right. just use up and like, I did this, I did that, I've got these awards, that won't work because that's, that's not a pitch. That's just, you know, like talking to somebody and doing, talking about what you do. That's not a pitch. That's not a deal. It has to be, you know, asking them what is the issue and right. you can help them by solving that issue in a certain way that's got your results in the past. So it needs to be, you know, very much two-way street, but more like them guiding it and taking control, whereas you just listen carefully, ask the right type of questions that follow up from that and show what you can do to solve the problem. Okay, so taking more of like the consulting role, you know, and I, I have heard this before, and I, you know, and I think people still kind of get it wrong, you know, even when you know you tell them what the answer is. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, so much guidance is needed on this. Uh, so uh, with, with just about you know a minute left here, you know, uh, what's next for you? You know, I, I'm I'm dying to know what's next for you, and I know. Uh, many others out there listening is, is one too. So what's next is going to be, um, the book comes out on the 1st of December via Kindle um, paperback. Um, and you can order that from uh, amazon.com and uk, and also directly through me. It'll be next year. It will be in um, Waterstones in the UK, WH Smiths and Barnes and Noble in the US. And also there'll be a book tour. So I'm going nice. to be doing a US book tour that will be traveling from March onwards in LA, San Jose, Dallas, and Hawaii. 
So if you look at my website and sign up for the updates, you'll be able to know what's going on. And that's RebeccaLouisaSmith.com. Okay. So traveling book tour. So that we're looking forward to that one. And um, born to do it, ladies and gentlemen, uh, out there, uh, boys. Like, you know, um, is there anything you feel like you didn't get a chance to say that, you know, maybe even some words of wisdom, uh, you know, whatever it may be that you like to say to your audience before, you know, I cut you loose. And, you know, I, I know I, I've been plugging the uh, website all throughout uh, the hour, well, half hour here, you know, uh, maybe even adding some of those links, uh, additional links um, on the back end of those final words for you. What I would say is for those of you who purchased the book, first of all, a huge thank you. I hope you enjoy it. And secondly, is um, I do hope that when you finish reading it, that you feel really inspired and have the courage and the confidence to actually go out there and do what you're born to do. I love it. Perfect. Oh, thank you so much, Dr. Smith. I do hold just briefly here. I'm just going to close this out. Liner here. Uh, so, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, if as you have just heard, uh, do take the time out right now to share uh, this wonderful episode recorded with someone you know, someone you don't know, as it does help to further the message and the information that was heard in this particular episode recorded with Dr. Rebecca Louisa uh, Smith, uh, the author of Born to Do It, the festival, the film festival doctor. Uh, check her out uh, on. Uh, all of the websites and uh, social media uh, links that's going to be provided in the episode description. Uh, check those out, share those out as well. Uh, do uh, check out the book. Uh, you definitely want to get a hold of that as I'm going to get, get my hands on it too. Uh, so if there's anything else that we didn't cover, you know, feel free to connect. And um, until next time, I'm your host of the Transform Me Live show, Marcus Hart. You know, the show where you can make real life and business transformation on our optimism, hope, and faith. Until next time, many blessings, peace, and lots of love. Thank you, everyone, for listening to the Transform Me Live show. We do this every Wednesday, of course, with some many interviews in between times. So don't forget to share. Check us out at TransformYouBroadcast.com. That's TransformYouBroadcast.com or TransformYou.us. A huge thank you to celebrity influencer Gabriella DiMartino for this unexpected vlog Not sponsored. of her experience using our Dream Love 1000 attraction perfume from England. It's a perfume that makes guys like attracted to you. <gasps> this is like a little spell. You're like a witch. Can you give me coffee? Yes, I did. Why'd you give me coffee? Because I love you. You wanted. <laughs> Watch Gabriella's full experience on Fancy Vlogs by Gab by clicking the Watch Now box below. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.